Hi, welcome to another episode of Pack One, Pick One. And as always, it's me, Flynn, or at least someone that is convinced that they're Flynn. But uh, this is going to be a special episode because it's kind of both the beginning and end of something. Uh, This is going to be the last episode that I'm really going to focus on Dominaria because the new Magic the Gathering set, Core Set 2019, is coming out this weekend for pre-release and will be available next week. And uh, this is kind of where I'm going to start doing send-offs for each set that comes out, kind of like how they do a sunset show on other Magic podcasts. And uh, I'll also, for Core 19, kind of do like a first impression as well, and then look back on that when I do like the last episode around that set. So this is kind of a, you know, taste of things to come, kind of starting with the end here. And um, first off, I'm just going to go over, you know, some thoughts about Dominaria that I had. Um, you know, a few different noteworthy cards or archetypes that uh, I know about from the set. I've drafted it probably 16 times now, which is a lot for, like, a non-Magic the Gathering online player. So I have a pretty good idea about the set. Um... And then I'm gonna crack open a box of it, like one last hoorah for the set. Uh, pick this one up at a store called Tournament City Games, where I got rid of just a ton of bulk commons and uncommons that I'd had that uh, I wasn't able to sell to GP or uh, Star City Open. So um, yeah, this will also help me start that collection again, and probably another. Maybe a year or so later, I'll sell those off, get another box or two from the bulk. But, alright. Yeah, kind of want to dive into Dominaria, talk about it one last time for real. May open packs again someday in this podcast, because I do love this set, but it won't really be the focus of anything uh, as much as it was in this episode and the ones before it. Because there'll be new sets coming out, talk about that shit. Alright, so I kind of want to start off with uh, what my favorite card in the set was, and uh, it's Sarah Angel. Like, it's not like Karn or Teferi or like some huge splashing mythic or rare. Uh, The reason why Sarah Angel was not just because it was amazing to play with every time I got to draft it, but it was. It's uh, because it really just hit the nostalgia perfectly for me. Uh, way more than even Masters 25 did. I still hate that set, by the way. Um, but because, like, it's a really iconic card, and it's still powerful. Like, a lot of older creatures don't really hold up these days, but this one's still amazing. Um, and it was great to see them bring it back. I didn't think they would do that. Not that it was too powerful for Standard, but because they would think it was too good for Draft, at least, like, at Uncommon. So I think that was really awesome. And I'd like to give a honorable shout-out to Lanamore Elves for pretty much the same reasons. You know, I didn't think they'd bring a, that card back in Standard or like even Draft for a Standard set. So, like, hats off to them. I think that was really cool. Uh, even though I do like some of the other, like, big rare cards. Like, it's the little things like that that just really nail the set's flavor, I think. And uh, my least favorite card from Dominaria goes to Precognition Field because I opened one as a pre-release promo and then another one in the same pre-release and it was a horrible card then. It's been a horrible card every time I've seen it in draft, like almost last picked sometimes by people and it's, uh, yeah, just complete garbage. Hated it and I never want to open another one again. And now that I've said this, of course... The foil rare, if there is one in this box, uh, will definitely be precognition field, cause you know that's that's how that shit works. Oh, uh, the favorite draft deck or archetype for me was black white historic, and I think it just kind of hit all the right notes for me. Uh, with what I liked doing in Dominaria it had really good removal, like at common it had Gideon's reproach, it had eviscerate. I mean, I think it's kind of sad that Eviscerate is, like, good removal now when, like, we used to get Doomblade in sets, but, you know, we'll take what we can get. Um, you know, it had really good early, like, 
gameplays, great late game strategies, and I think the historic uh, synergy was really fun. You could do a lot of cool shit with it. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of sad I won't be drafting that one as much. I liked it. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot of comments about the story itself for Dominaria. I didn't read it too much this time around, just because I've been getting out of the magic story lately. But, uh, from what I did see, I like that Wizards didn't shy away from the nostalgia, like what made Dominaria cool. Like, you see on the cover of a box, it, it's not Jace or Chandra hanging out there. You have Karn, Teferi, and Joyra right there front and center. And it's really good to know that Wizards, like, will do that kind of thing for, like, the long-term fans of the game or ones that like the older stories and characters. Um, I think it was really cool that, you know, they didn't shy away from that at all. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I can at least say that about the story, even if I didn't read all of them this time around. Um, what would I have liked to see uh, more from this set, or maybe wish was different or better? Is uh, I mean, I would have liked to see another set of Dominaria, just because I can't get enough of this shit, uh, especially after this set. But it is kind of good that we did get it in one set in a certain way, just because they wouldn't have diluted a lot of ideas or cards around multiple sets, and because they had to give us everything at once. That does make for a pretty cool set, just because um, they won't hold back as much if it was like a multi-block set from Dominaria. But, I mean, I'd be happy with another. I wouldn't complain about that. Um, and then, uh, I guess my favorite moment with this set uh, would probably be when I did a black-white historic draft. Shocker, I know. Um, and I had a Traxos that I drafted, and I had, like, two Onsera's Wings in my deck. It was disgusting. And I realized as I was deck building that I could just easily play Traxos and the next turn slap the Onsera's Wings on it and just destroy my opponents. And I went 3-0 in that draft, and it was awesome. Um, that, that was pretty fun. And probably an honorable mention would go to when I pack one, pick one, uh, Teferi in a draft, and went to 3-0 that as well. It was pretty awesome. Um, hoping I'll get to do something cool like that again with Core Set 2019. But, yeah, we'll see. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Please, you know, comment on this podcast. What do you think about the set? What were your favorite cards or archetypes? You know, what did you like about the set? What didn't you like? Um, yeah, I'd love to hear it. Please let me know. Uh, like on Facebook, where I usually post this, or you can email this podcast, which I don't even get spam emails, uh, like on this podcast email address. So trust me, if you send me one, I'll see it. You'll actually get a reply from you know the celebrity that I am. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's kind of it for that. Uh, you know, it's not too much to talk about because I'm not really like bouncing anything off another co-host this episode, so I'm just kind of going to dive right into the box opening now, you know, the real fun shit that I know you're here for, even though you can't see it, it's going to be awesome. Okay, so yeah, let's crack this box open, I'm going to remove a little plastic uh, wrapping on it. And, uh, yeah, I may take, like, a break, kind of, every, uh, few packs or so. So if you hear, um, like, you know, kind of weird stopping and starting points between packs, just so I can, like, catch my breath or, you know, get, like, some water. But, alright. Yeah, with each pack, I'm gonna, like, I'll just list off the commons and uncommons by name. Because you probably already know them by now. Then with the rares and mythics, I'll actually um, like describe the whole card. If I see it more than once, though, um, I probably won't again. Uh, and then I'll, you know, I'll look them over for each pack. I'll be like, what would I take? And like a theoretical pack one, pick one, uh, just for fun. And then I'll, uh, yeah, I'll make note of any like valuable cards that I see. Um, that's pretty much it. Just like the last time when I open up a box, I have. Uh, 
card prices right in front of me, some current ones. No, see if there's anything noteworthy. I know like the big cards in the set, but like some like the smaller ones can change over time. Alright, but yeah, let's see. Let's do this. Get a good uh, sniff of that Dominaria pack here. Start things off on a high note, literally. Okay, here we go. Frenzied Rage. Banalashana Guard. Syncopate. Gitu Chronicler. Soul Salvage. Nim Spider. Yavimaya Shepherd. Ether Glider. Rampaging Cyclops. Broken Bond. Cast Down. That's the first uncommon. Goblin Barrage. Oh, whoa, the first card in this box is a mythic. It's the Weatherlight. Cool. All right, it's a uh, four colorless converted mana cost, legendary artifact vehicle. It's a four five with flying. And whenever Weatherlight deals combat damage to a player, look at the top five cards to your library. You may reveal a historic card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on your bottom uh, bottom of your library in a random order. Crew three. Cool. And the uh, uncommon legend is Halar the Firecatcher. Yeah, I don't think it's... Uh, well, I mean, it's awesome that I got a mythic right off the bat. One for an archetype that I already love to death. Um, so yeah, it's not even fucking close. You take the weather light first. And you would be damn happy about it. But I'll say this. Cast Down, it's a good card. Like, there'd be people pretty happy with that pack. Uh, you know, if they don't get the sweet weather light from me. Okay, next up. This gotta be a good sign, right? A mythic right away. I mean, can't be much worse than my other boxes. I've actually, uh, out of the three I've opened, so well, the two I've opened outside of this one, I've never opened up in a box any of the top five mythics of this set. So Karn, Teferi, and Lyra, History of Benalia, or Mox. I've opened up uh, Lyra, Teferi, and, um history and whatnot in drafts, but never in, like, a box I opened, so... I don't know. Maybe it's a sign? We'll see. Next up. Deep Freeze. Fervent Strike. Sarah Disciple. Homerate Explorer. Cabal Paladin. Guy's Protector. Blessed Light. Broken Bond. Academy Journey Mage. Kelton Overseer. Untamed Kavu. Joy was Familiar. Lich's Mastery for the rare. It's three triple black for legendary enchantment with hexproof. You cannot lose the game. When you gain life, draw that many cards. When you lose life, for each one life you lost, exile a permanent you control or a card from your hand or graveyard. When Lich's Mastery leaves the battlefield, you lose the game. Okay, and the uncommon is Grun the Lonely King. I don't know. Uh, even though I like black-white, I actually don't really care for Lich's Mastery. I probably wouldn't take it first. Um, it's kind of weird. I like Joyra's Familiar, Sarah Disciple, um, or Blessed Light. Probably got one of those. But Grun's also a pretty good choice. I was going green. Or, no, actually, Untamed Kavu. Probably take that. But, okay. Yeah. Interesting stuff. It was a pretty good pack, though. Like, there, there's uh, something for everyone. And I kind of like those boosters. I mean, there's not just, like, one really good card and everything else is shit. Um, it makes drafts more fun. Okay. Frenzied Rage. Banala Shana Guard. Syncopate. Rat Colony. Arbor Armament. Divination. Mesa Unicorn. Ether Glider. Rampaging Cyclops. Hey, we have an uncommon, so first foil of the pack's gonna be in here. Knight of Grace. Damping Sphere. Oh, nice. Well, that's a good one. I'm always happy to see more of those. Okay, the rare is... Oh, Woodland Cemetery. Sweet. Nice. Got a dual land. Happy with that. See the foil? It's a foil Lanamore Elves. Oh, nice. Like, the foil on those blades is cool. That's sweet, and the uncommon is Wrath Caption, Ship's Mage. Uh, Woodland Cemetery, it's a black-green dual land. 
By the way, you enters the battlefield tapped unless you have a swamp or forest. Tap it, add black or green to your mana pool. Well, yeah, this is a great pack, actually. The top three, uh, top four cards are all pretty good. I mean, Damping Sphere isn't good in draft, but you know, it's value. Um, so out of really Woodland Cemetery, Wrath, or Llanowar Elves, I think either one's a viable choice. I'd probably lean towards either Woodland Cemetery or Wrath, but really, like, they're all viable. I wouldn't blame anyone for taking any of them, really. Sweet. That was a nice pack. Okay, pack four. We still have a ways to go, so it's going to be a longer episode like usual. But, yeah, that's good. I'm working on having more content per episode. I know the first few were kind of like, uh, like a few minutes each time, but, yeah, it's getting better. And when I get, uh host that I can have, like, all the time be a co-host, or at least most of the time. I have, uh, some really good discussions going on, I think. Kind of looking to do that. But, that's neither here nor there. Uh, right now, I'm gonna be, uh, opening this pack. Uh, Gitu Chronicler, Dab, Relic Runner, Windgrace Acolyte, Pierce the Sky, Llanowar Elves, Thalid Omnivore, Skittering Surveyor, Academy Drake, Seismic Shift, Alright, Untamed Kavu, I'm seeing a lot of those, man. If I was opening these packs in a draft, I'd be pretty happy we're green right now. Memorial to Folly, alright, Board the Weatherlight, let's see what the, uh, so the rare is legendary then, because I've seen three uncommons, it is, Squee the Immortal, okay, um, hmm. The draft, I'd probably, uh, out of all those, probably go with Board the Weatherlight, just because I'm into Black, White, Historic. But Untamed Cavu and Squee are viable. Um, I never tried to do, like, a five-color strategy, but if I ever did, I'd want to have, like, Skittering Surveyor. I think it would have been a neat thing to try just, like, once in Dominaria, and see if I can make it work with some of the cards like Surveyor, Navigator's Compass... Um, grow from the ashes. I guess it's on my bucket list. If I ever draft this set, maybe I'll try and do it for fun. Uh, Befuddle. Bloodstone Goblin. But the Citizen's Knight don't like that card. Uh, Invoke the Divine. Opt. Soul Salvage. Oh, hey, look. Grow from the ashes. Yavimaya Shepherd. Keldon Overseer. Short Sword. A Vicious Offering. Nice. Okay, Urza's Tome. Shield of the Realm. Verdant Force for the rare. Five, uh, green, green, green for a 7-7 seven, seven elemental. At the beginning of your upkeep, create a 1-1 one, one green sapperling creature token. And Yargul is the uncommon legend. Yeah, I'd probably take Verdant Force here. Uh, that or Vicious Offering. Honestly, both fine cards. Hard to go wrong. Let's see what's next. This is pack six. Okay, charge. Arcane Flight. Warlord's Fury. Knight of New Banalia. Caligo Skinwitch. Gaia's Protector. Mesa Unicorn, Divination, Short Sword, Dauntless Bodyguard. Okay, we have a foil in here. Next up is Goblin Warchief. We have Orcish Vandal, so that means that the foil is a legendary of some kind. Cool, cool. Hopefully it's uh, like a sick one like Tatiova or something. That'd be awesome. Like the Uncommon Legends of Great foils. I love those. Um, so it's at least an uncommon foil. That's good. It is... Oh! Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, wow! Oh, my God! That's awesome! I got a foil Multani. Yavi Maya's avatar. It's four green green for a zero zero legendary creature uh, elemental avatar. It has reach and trample. 
and it gets plus one plus one for each land you control in each land in your graveyard, and for one and a green, you can return two lands you control to their owner's hand, return Multani from your graveyard to your hand. It's a foil mythic! That's fucking awesome! And I know you can't see it, but god, that's a pretty looking foil. Sweet! Like, wow! Ah, oh, that's a that's awesome. That's way better than I was expecting. Cool. I just can't stop looking at it. It looks so nice. Wow. Uh, oh! Holy shit! Holy shit! Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, the, the card behind it. It's another Motani in the same pack. A foil Motani in a non-foil. What? What the hell? I can't believe it. No. You... See, this is why I wish that I had a video right now for this podcast. Because, like, you know, you're not going to believe it. I'll post this picture um, online later, but the foil mythic and non-foil version right there in the same pack. I've never done that. Any box I've ever opened. What? I mean, holy crap. That's awesome. Whoa. Holy shit. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that, that, okay, that just already, uh, that just makes the box right there, I'm pretty sure. I think that Weatherlight was, uh, was a good sign opening that first. So, uh, I don't know. Pack one, pick one, I'd probably take the foil Motani, and then have a very confused, uh, person to my left when I pass them the non-foil version. <laughs> uh, as if I didn't just drop and be like, fucking, I'm done right there. What? Oh my god. That's so cool! Nice! Well, okay, I just kind of peeked right now at this box. May as well just not even open it, but I'm going to. Anyways. Alright. Uh, pack 7. Cold Water Snapper. Fervent Strike. Sergeant at Arms. Cabal Paladin. Adventurous Impulse. Blink of an Eye. A seismic Shift, Avon Sentry, Cabal of Angel, Primordial Worm. Oh, oh, took seven packs, but here's our first saga, Chainer's Torment. Next to Triumph of Gerard. Oh, I'm just getting all the sagas at once. Rare saga in this pack, maybe? It'd be funny. Oh, Weight of Memory. Yeah, maybe there will be. It's all saga booster pack, right? Oh, Marwin the Nurturer. Okay, well, I wouldn't ever pack one, pick one that, and I've had the option to. I had a draft where I opened up two of those fucking things. Uh, pack one, pick one. Probably going with Chainer's Torment or Triumph of Gerard. Sounds about right to me. Okay, moving on. Pack eight. Good ways to go. Okay, we have Dab. Relic Runner. Fire Elemental. Drudge Sentinel. Llanowar Envoy. Envoy. Viscerate. Pardic Wanderer. Sapperling Migration. Jasting Lance. Uh, Run Amok. Urza's Tome. Wild Onslaught. Alright, the rare is Clifftop Retreat. Sweet, another dual land. This is a uh, red-white dual land, and it was tapped unless you have a mountain or plains. Cool. And Tetsuko Umazawa. I always like the Umazawa cards. It's really awesome that they did a throwback to those by giving us a new Umazawa. It's cool stuff. But I think I'm taking a probably Clifftop Retreat for the value, or Eviscerate for uh, the archetype for like black-white stuff, pack one, pick one. It's pretty much where I'd be at with those. Okay. Pack nine. I may take a brief break after this one. So, uh, you won't hear a break on the episode, but there may be, like, a brief second or two where, like, I start talking again. Uh, Gitu Lava Runner. Adam Will. Opt. Calendar Skin Witch. Gift of Growth. Okay. Ancient Animus. Fiery Intervention. Navigator's Compass, Cloud Reader Sphinx, Cabal of Angel, K 
Okay, Goblin Warchief. Orcish Vandal. Rare is... Pro! Look at that shit! It's Precognition Field! Oh, it's so good to see you again. And the uh, uncommon is Rona, Disciple of Gix. Never played with that card before on the draft. Didn't really care for blue-black in the set. Yeah, I definitely would never take Precognition Field first, so... Uh, Navigator's Compass? Yeah, it's a bad pack one pick one. Crap, I don't know. Gift of Growth or Navigator's Compass, maybe. Yeah, I'm not really happy with that one. <laughs> um, that, that's not a winning pack. And like some of the others I've opened so far in this episode, it's definitely, I think, contender for the worst. All right, we'll be right back, opening some more packs. Okay. On to the next round of packs, I believe. This is pack 10 of the box. Still not even a third of the way through, and the pulls have been amazing already. <coughs> wow, this is awesome. Artificer's Assistant. Keldon Warcaller. Healing Grace. Drudge Sentinel. Mammoth Spider. Jousting Lance. Run Amok. Blink of an Eye. Deathborn Thalid. Blood Tallow Candle. Uh, Sentinel of the Pearl of Trident. Net of Malice. Ooh, Thran Temporal Gateway for the rare. Four mana artifact. Uh, pay four and uh, tap it. You can put a historic permanent from your hand onto the battlefield. And Whisper Blood Liturgist for the legend. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'd probably take... Uh, Maybe even Knight of Malice first. Temporal Gateway seems good, but as someone that's drafted a uh, Historic a lot in Dominaria, hasn't really done much of anything. I guess pseudo flash for stuff, but you know, it's not it's not really that needed. Um I've never been impressed by it. Never felt like I needed it. So I don't know, maybe you've had better success with it than me. Getting more use out of it. Just most historic cards in this set aren't really high CMC, so you don't really need it most of the time. Um, yeah. Okay. Radiant Lightning. Adamant Will. Vodalian Arcanist. Stronghold Confessor. Crozen Druid. Unwind. Deathborn Thalid. Shiv and Fire. Sparring Construct. Ooh, Gideon's Reproach. Uh, Wizard's Lightning. Diligent Excavator. Alright. Um, ooh, first rare saga. The Mirari Conjecture. It's a four and a blue. When it enters the battlefield, put a lore counter on it. And then after your draw step, put a lore counter on it. Sacrifice it when you put the third on it. Uh, first mode, return an instant from your graveyard to your hand. Second, return a sorcery from your graveyard to your hand. And third, until end of turn, when you cast an instant or sorcery spell, copy it. You may choose new targets for the copy. And Tatiova, Benthic Druid, is the legend. Probably take her first over Mirari Conjecture, but it's a cool build around rare, that's for sure. Also, shout out to Gideon's Reproach, solid removal. I'd like that in the black white deck. <clears throat> Yeah, sorry if my voice is a little raspy on this episode. I had to yell a lot um, in a martial arts class I was in, so that's kind of uh, kind of making it a bit hard to talk as much as I normally would. Whew. Night of Nubnalia. Deep Freeze. Skirk Prospector. Davenant Trapper. Uh, Lanamore Scout. Ether Glider. Rampaging Cyclops, Rescue, Blessed Flight, Memorial to Genius, okay, we have a foil, Board of the Weatherlight, Rare is Kamal's Druidic Vow, that's a shit card, wow, okay, so the foil is an uncommon, maybe an uncommon legend if we're lucky, oh, no, it's Thalid Soothsayer, okay, and the uncommon is a uh, Danitha, 
I would hella take that pack one pick one. Awesome card in draft. What is not awesome is Kamal's Druidic Vows. Probably one of the worst rares on the set. It's just really terrible. Really bad. Okay, up next. Let's see what we got. Gitu Lava Runner, Sarah Disciple, Talarian Scholar, Caligo Skinwitch, Gift of Growth, Dark Bargain, Lenore Scout, Kelton Raider, Broken Bond. Oh, another uncommon foil in this pack, too. A Time of Ice, Memorial to Glory. Oh, final parting. So the foil is. Uh, some kind of legendary card, at least. That's exciting. I mean, I can't, I can't do anything better than the uh, foil Moltani, uh, double Moltani pack. But oh, cool uncommon legend, right? That'd be sweet. Let's see what we got. Uh, no, oh no, no. It's a foil Wind Grace Acolyte. Uh, I was shooting too high there. It's still cool. In the legend, it's uh oh, it's also the rare Naban Dean of Iteration. One uh, colorless, one blue, two, one. Uh, it's a human wizard. When it, If a wizard entering the battlefield under your control causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Perfect. Now do it again. Oh, I don't want to open him again. If I can avoid that. Alright. What do we got next? Yeah, just two foil packs in a row. Not bad. Okay, Banalish Honor Guard, Artificer's Assistant, Kelton Warcaller, Corrosive Ooze, Divest, Runamuck, Gideon's Reproach, Thaladomnivore, Jousting Lance, Sapling Migration. Alright, cast down. Sorcerer's Wand. Ooh, a rare Hinterland Harbor. It's a blue-green duel. Sweet, I'm getting a lot of duels in this box. Nice. Alright. And Baird, Steward of Argive, is the legend. Probably take, uh... I don't know. Between Hinterland Harbor, Cast Down, or Baird. Depends. For value, I take Hinterland Harbor. Uh, cast down, though, for the draft, and then after that, go to Baird. That's about right. Next up. Okay. Radiant Lightning. Adamant Will. Vodalian Arcanist. Blessing of Belzenlock. Gift of Growth. Thalad Omnivore. I always get Gift of Growth mixed up with Growth from the Ashes. They're so similar. Like the art style and cost and everything. Uh, Skittering Surveyor. Canon Drake. Seismic Shift. Voltaic Servant. Fungal Plants. Oh, on Sarah's Wings. Sweet. The rare is uh, Follow the Thran. It's a saga. Five and a white. Uh... One, destroy all lands, and then two, each player returns two lands from their graveyard to the battlefield. Same for three. Meh, alright. Uh, Slime put the stowaways, the legend. Probably take uh, On Sarah's Wings or Slimefoot first. I really haven't been impressed with Fall of the Thran that much in draft. It's kind of a. Uh, kind of how I see that. Okay, next up. There we are. We have Warlord's Fury, Charge Arcane Flight, Gitu Chronicler, Arbor Armament, Windgrace Acolyte, Pierce the Sky, Feral Abomination, Divination, Mesa Unicorn, Nature's Spiral, Salascore, Thorn Elemental. Alright, so the legends are rare. That's cool. It is. 
Kazarovs and your pure blood. Uh, I mean, it's a good card. It's seven mana, though. I'd probably take Settle the Score or Thorn Elemental, depending on what deck I want to play. I think either one of those is the better choice. Not that, you know, Kazarov's bad, it's just, just seven mana. That's a lot. If it was like six, I'd feel better about taking it. Hammered Explorer, Gitu Lava Man, Lava Runner, whatever. Uh, Ser Disciple, Tolarian Scholar, Cabal Paladin, Ventress Impulse, Divest, Grow from the Ashes, Fungal Infection, Rescue, Adamantium Wall, Howling Golem, Rare is Haphazard Bombardment. Uh, it's five in red for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, choose four non-enchantment permanents you don't control. Put an aim counter on them. The beginning of your end step. If there are two or more permanents you don't control, have an aim counter on them. Destroy one of them at random. And the rare, uh, I mean, the uh, legend is Arvad. I would take that first. Instantly. And then Haphazard Bombardment. It's a good card. I mean, uh, Grow from the Ashes is fine, too. Yes, kind of depends where you want to be in that track, really. There's options for everyone. Whew. Next up, Sergeant at Arms, Cold Water Snapper, Bloodstone Golem, Excavation Elephant, Blessing of Bells and Lock, Adventurous Impulse, Soul Salvage, Corrosive Ooze, Short Sword, Pegasus Courser, Fight with Fire. Uh, the Flame of Keld Saga. Merfolk Trickster. Okay, and the rare mythic is... Ooh, it is a mythic! Sweet, we got another one. I was wondering when the next one would pop up. We're kind of due for it. It's Demon Lord Belizenlock. It's four, two black for a legendary creature, Elder Demon. It's a 6-6 six, six with Flying Trample. When it enters the battlefield, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land card. Put that card into your hand. If the card's converted mana cost is four or greater, repeat this process. Bells and Lock deals one damage to you for each card put into your hand this way. Alright. Yeah, it's not even a question. Take a first. Sweet. Four mythics so far. Pretty cool. None of them are like the high value ones though, but hey, I'm doing pretty good with Mythics. This early in the box is way better than most of my Dominary boxes, so I'm not complaining. This is pretty sweet. Okay, next up. Gitu Journey Mage. Excavation Elephant. Rat Colony. Corrosive Ooze. Unwind. Deathbloom Thalid. Shivan Fire. Sparring Construct, Gideon's Reproach, Land of War Elves, Memorial to Genius, Morcry Phoenix, Oh, the First Eruption, the rare, Two in a Red for a Saga, First Stage, it deals one damage to every creature without flying, Second Stage, add two red mana to your mana pool, Third Stage, Sacrifice a Mountain, if you do, it deals three damage to each creature. And Shana Sase's Legacy is Legend. I don't know. I don't really like any of these cards. I guess Gideon's Reproach or, Sa- or Shana's what I would take first. Not big on any of them. Okay, here we go. Uh, Befuddle. Skirk Prospector, Divest, Grow from Ashes, The Ashes, Academy Drake, Seismic Shift, We'll Take Servant, Eviscerate, Pardic Wanderer, Sapling Migration. Alright, we have Time of Ice. This is really cool art on the sagas. Huh. Uh, juggernaut, I am the Juggernaut bitch. Uh, Clifftop Retreat again, sweet. And Slim Voda, the Rising Deep for the Legend. 
Again, I'd probably take Cliff Top Retreat. Uh, oh, I like Slim Voda. Too slow. Time of Ice and Eviscerate. Also good choices. That's a good pack. That's a lot of viable stuff. Whew. Okay, Excavation Elephant. Homerate Explorer. Cabal Paladin. Gaia's Protector. Fire Intervention, Blood Tallow Candle, Demonic Vigor, Call the Cavalry, Ancient Animus, Power Stone Shard, Ah, Sarah Angel, my favorite card, uh, Champion of the Flame, Curator's Ward, Traxos, Scourge of Krug for the Rare, alright, that one is a 4 mana 7-7 seven, seven with Trample, it's an artifact creature, Enters the battlefield, tap, doesn't untap during your untap step. When you cast a historic spell, you untap it. Oh, I would take that first. I wouldn't even look back. Although Sarah Angel's a good card. Don't get me wrong. That's still a viable choice, too. Alright, take a short break, and I'll be right back opening some more packs. Okay, we're a little over, uh, it's like a couple packs halfway through the box now. Let's see. Yeah, Charge, Arcane Flight, Warlord's Fury, Knight of Nubinalia, Stronghold Confessor, Pierce the Sky, Pardic Wanderer, Rampaging Cyclops, Divination, Vicious Offering, Champion of the Flame, Diligent Excavator, Forebear's Blade. It's three uh, mana, artifact equipment. Equip creature has plus three, uh, plus zero, vigilance and trample. And when the creature dies, you can attach forebear's blade to target creature you control, and equip for three normally. And uh, Tetsuko again is the legend. Definitely take the forebear's blade here. It was a pack one, pick one. Easy decision. Okay, uh, Invoke the Divine, Opt, Gichu Journey Mage, Drudge Sentinel, Mammoth Spider, Bailoth Gorger, Guardians of Koilos, Fungal Infection, Pegasus Courser, Nature's Spiral, oh, there's a foil, Spore Crown Thalid. Oh, Josie Vess, Lich Knight is the rare. Hell yeah. Not value money-wise, but it's damn good in draft. Uh, sealed even. It's two black black for four five zombie knight. Uh, with menace, and you can also pay an additional five and a black for a kicker. If you kick it, it uh, when it enters the battlefield, you create eight two two black zombie knights with menace. Holy shit. And the foil is a forest. Oh, cool. Alright. Oh, and there's a Rona Disciple of Gix. That no one gives a shit about. Nice. Foil land. Alright. Was like we were a little overdue for a foil there. Okay. Healing Grace. Relic Runner, Prison Druid. Rat Colony, Call the Cavalry. Lanamore Elves, Sparring Construct. Viscerate, Unwind. Voltaic Servant. Hey, Ice Manipulator. Morcry Phoenix. And Tempest Jin is the rare. Th triple Blue for 0 4 Jin with Flying, and it gets plus 1 power for each basic island you control. And Urgoros, the empty one, is the legend. I don't know. Probably take that. Uh, I assume Manipulator first. Awesome card. Tempest Gin, just uh, too mana restrictive. I'm not a fan of blue in this format. Okay, 12 more times. Sergeant at Arms. Befuddle. Bloodstone Goblin, Soul Salvage, Cross Vuz, Avon Sentry, Cabal of Angel, Primordial Worm, 
Navigator's Compass, Cloud Reader Sphinx, Triumph of Gerard, Shield of the Realm. Ooh, Steel Leaf Champion is the rare. Triple Green for a 5 4 Elf Knight. It cannot be blocked by creatures with power 2 or less. Sweet. And Tatiana Benthic Druid is the legend. I don't know, probably take, uh, depends on the deck I want. Steel Leaf is fine. Um, Tatiana is good too. Yeah, there's good cards in the pack. Pretty sweet one. Fire Elemental, Dab, Calarian Scholar, Frenzied Rage, Lanamore Scout, mm. Stronghold Confessor, Fungal Infection, Pegasus Courser, Counten Raider, Broken Bond, Memorial to Unity, eh, the first steal away I've seen. Oh, wow, Banalish Marshal. Well, it's, uh, so there's a cycle in Dominaria of three CMC cards that all cost three white, three blue, three green, etc. I got, uh, three of them in a row. Wow. It's funny. Uh, Banalish Marshall, three white, white, three, three, human knight, other creatures you control get plus one, plus one. And Quende Predathemref is the legend. Good card. Uh, but I'm taking Banalish Marshall first. Steal away, Courser. White was good in that pack. Wow. Okay. Uh, Befuddle. Bloodstone Goblin. Invoke the Divine. Opt. Stronghold Confessor. Pierce the Sky. Guardians of Coilos. Count Raider. Pegasus Courser. Ah, it's a manipulator. Oh, so we have a foil. Valid Soothsayer. Uh, the rare is Sylvan Awakening. It's two green for a two, uh, two and a green for a sorcery. Until your next turn, all lands you control become two two elementals with haste. They're still lands. Oh, and they're reach and indestructible. It's alright. Foil is a rare. Oh, nice. Uh, Cabal Stronghold Foil. It's a land. Uh, you can tap it for a colorless or tap three and it and uh add one black for each basic swamp you control sweet yeah foil rare in the pack along with a foil mythic that's cool and we have uh adela's the cinderwind that no one fucking cares about because you'd take the foil rare and you'd be happy i mean i sniff later is still cool though don't get me wrong Radiant Lightning, Davenant Trapper, Syncopate, Dark Spargan, Primordial Worm, Academy Drake, Demonic Vigor, Power Stone Shard, Shiv and Fire. Oh, another foil, sweet. Elfheim Druid, Zalfir and Void. Nice, Sulfur Falls for the rare. Uh, uh, that think that that's one, two... Three, four. Oh, four of the five dual lands in the box so far. Sweet. This is the red-blue dual land. Foil is... Fight with fire. Nice. Foil uncommon. And we have Garn of the Blood Flame, but whatever. Sweet. I know people really like Fight with Fire. I'd still take uh, Sulfur Falls, though. Box. We have a foil rare, mythic, uh, two foil uncommons, and a foil common. So statistically, there may be one more foil common in this box. I think kind of average. Alright, Coldwater Snapper, Fervent Strike, Sergeant at Arms, Caligo Skinwitch, Arbor Armament, Blood Tallow Candle, Demonic Vigor, Call the Cavalry, Ancient Animus, Power Stone Shard. Skizik, a Lingering Phantom, Orcish Vandal, and Zahid, Jinn of the Lamp, is the rare. It is 5-6 uh, for 4 and 2 blue, and with flying, and you can pay 3 in a blue and tap an untapped artifact 
rather than pay its regular mana cost. Good card. I really like Deep Blue a lot in this format, but I'd probably take it first. I think statistically we have one more Mythic in these packs. There are uh, seven more to go. Doesn't mean there is a guarantee at all, but odds are should be one more. It'd be about the most noteworthy thing left, I think. Uh, Dab, Relic Runner, Fire Elemental, Wrath Colony, Lanamore Scout, Sparring Construct, Gideon's Reproach, Lanamore Elves, Thalid Omnivore, Skittering Surveyor, Lingering Phantom, Final Parting. Oh! Speaking of mythics, it's Moldrotha the Gravetide. Three, black, green, and blue for 6-6 six, six, elemental. During each of your turns, you may play up to one permanent card of each permanent type from your graveyard. See? It was a mythic. Sweet. Right? And uh, the fucking Valduk Keeper of the Flame. No one cares about you. There was a mythic. Final stretch, six more packs, and then it's done. Alright, Knight of Nubanalia, Deep Freeze, Skirk Prospector, Davenant Trapper, Feral Abomination, right, Gift of Growth, Vicious Offering, Tragic Poet, Academy Journey Mage, Bailoth Gorger, Urza's Tome, Joyra's Familiar, and Dreadshade. Alright, this one is another one that cycle of three. Uh, like uh, the same color. It's uh, 3 3 for triple black, and you can pay one black, give it plus one, plus one till end of turn. Slimefoot is the legend. Ah, Dreadshade's really good. Maybe I'd take that. That or Slimefoot. Okay. Next stop. You have Frenzied Rage, Finalish Honor Guard, Syncopate, Gitu Chronicler, Feral Abomination, Lanamore Envoy, Aether Glider, Fungal Infection, Tragic Poet, Yavimaya Shepherd, Memorial to Folly, Damping Sphere, there's another one, cool. Alright, Jaya's Immolating Inferno is the rare, it's the first legendary sorcery I've seen, I believe. Uh, yeah. Um, it's X, red, red. Uh, you can only cast it if you have a legendary creature or planeswalker. It deals X damage to each of up to three targets. Still really good. And we have Yargle again for the legend. Well, I'd probably take the Jaya card first. Or, yeah. Tough pick, though. Okay, let's see. Final four. We have Davenant Trapper, Coldwater Snapper, Rhymes, Fervent Strike, Blessing of Bells and Lock, Adventurous Impulse, Rusted Light, Broken Bond, Academy Journey Mage, Calvin Overseer, Fiber Fire. So, yep, there's one more legend. I mean, one more foil. Uh, Song of Frailies. Wait in a memory? Oh, so the foil is a legendary card, I believe. Nope, it doesn't look like it is. Hmm. Yeah, based on the number of cards I see. Okay, let's see what it is. Oh, it's a foil shit and fire. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there was about one more foil common. Oh, oh my god! Nice! This is a great box. I did not expect that. Another mythic, and it's Lyra Dawnbringer. Well, hey, I did say at the beginning of the episode I hadn't opened up any of the big mythics in the box yet. But there we go. Wow. Lyra Dawnbringer. Five, three, double white, five, five, angel, flying first strike lifelink. Your other, your other angels get plus one, plus one, and a lifelink. Awesome. Wow. I was not expecting that. This is a great box. This is a really good box. Final three packs. <laughs> what could happen now? Probably not a mythic. 
Uh, I think I think that ship has sailed for another one, but I don't know, maybe a cool rare goblin chain whirler. I'd be happy with that. Radiant Lightning. Adamant Will. Vodalian Arcanist. Dark Bargain. Crozen Druid. Ancient Animus. Powerstone Shard. Unwind. Deathbloom Thalad. Shivan Fire. Skizik. Uh, goblin Barrage. Oh, holy shit! No fucking way! No way! It's another mythic! What? This is where all the mythics were from, like, the other boxes I've opened. They were all just waiting in this box for me, clearly. It's a Phyrexian Scriptures. It's two black-black for a saga uh, enchantment. Step one, put a plus one plus one counter on up to one target creature. That creature becomes an artifact in addition to its other types. Step two, destroy all non-artifact creatures. Step three, exile all cards from all opponents' graveyards. What?! <laughs> oh, you gotta be freaking kidding me. Another Mythic. Two in a row. In the final four packs as well. It's after the other Mythics we opened. What? What? No way. Oh, that's so aw- I can't believe that. Like, see, I I'm definitely gonna work harder to get video of these openings, because this is, this is the best so far. This is awesome. Just, what a nice box. I mean, I, I mean, foil Karn, double Karn pack, right? That'd be cool. That'd be a great way to end this. That's about as much as I could ask for after this already. Like, that's sweet. That's just, that's really awesome. And then a Wrath Caption in the pack. I have got seven, six regular Mythics and a foil Mythic so far. Whoa. I don't... I don't remember the last time I've ever opened up a box of any set where I had six mythics, or seven technically. Like, I can't remember that. I don't know if I ever have. Like, that's just incredible. That's really something else. Whew. Okay, the final two packs. Knight of Nubinalia, Deep Freeze, Skirk Prospector, Divest, Grow from the Ashes, Thalid Omnivore, Jousting Lance, Saffirling Migration, Blink of an Eye, Seismic Shift, Hey, Sarah Angel. It would have been cool if we got a foil of it in this pack, like, in this box, because I talked about how I loved it so much. I didn't get the foil anywhere else, so, there we go. Uh, next up is The Mending of Dominaria, Saga, uh, 3, Double Green. First two stages, put the top two cards to your library in your graveyard, then put a creature from your graveyard into your hand. Final one, return all lands from your graveyard to your battlefield, then shuffle your graveyard into your library. Alright, and then Baird, Steward of Argive. Probably take Baird first. No, Sarah Angel. I'll take that first. It's good. Baird's also good, though. Alright, and this is it. This is the final pack of this box. You know, I, I wonder, like, if you open up a Mythic in, like, the first pack or two, you just, like, based on, like, the algorithm of, like, where they sort Mythics, you're just, like, destined to get, like, more Mythics in a box, and if you, like, open one late, maybe? I, I kind of have that theory, I don't know. Well, here we go. This is the last pack of Destiny. Like, I've already used up all my Heart of the Cards luck, so I don't know. Let's just see what we got. Opt, Gitu Journey Mage, Invoke the Divine, Vodalian Arcanist, Caligo Skin Witch, Gift of Growth, Academy Journey Mage, Keldon Overseer, Bailoff Gorger, Guardians of Koilos, so no foil. Ah, the Eldest Reborn. Nice. Nice. Wizards Retort. Uh, wait, a memory? Okay, the final card's legendary. Sweet. What a way to end this, then. Go out with a bang. It is... Torgar, Famine Incarnate. Six mana, double black, for a 7-6 avatar. You use an additional cast to cost it. You may sacrifice any number of creatures. The spell costs two less to cast for each creature sacrificed this way. 
When it enters the battlefield, up to one target player's life total becomes half their total life total, round, starting life rounded down. Right, cool. And then we have, uh, yeah, that's it. Awesome. I'm gonna kind of like total up the value of this box right now. And then uh, I think that'll be the last thing I do. Go over like the highlights again and uh, what everything was worth. I only paid like maybe 10 bucks for the box after trading in a bunch of bulk cards, so I definitely made my money back. But yeah, let's see, uh, see if, I, uh, if I broke even if I hadn't paid that way or how much I got from it. Yeah. Okay, so after totaling everything up, the value of the notable cards in the box is about $56. Not bad at all. Um, and yeah, pretty happy with this box. It's one of the best ones I've opened, um, like, mythic-wise. Um, that's some great surprises there. I hope that you enjoy the opening. Um, yeah, this is pretty awesome. And then look forward to another episode maybe tomorrow about uh, the first impressions of Corset 2019 after I do a pre-release. And yeah, as always, definitely reach out to me if you have anything you want to say, comment, email. Um, and then let me know your thoughts about Dominaria 2 as we move away from it into the bright future that is Corset 2019. Thanks for listening uh, once again. I hope you enjoyed this podcast.